0: Um, and but yeah, I mean, we want, but we could use Hopkins or uh, Hoskins or hop, hop, Hopkins, hop, yes. <laughs> yeah. hopscotch. What are we talking uh, Hopskin, about here, dude? I'm so bad with names, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. So, Hoskins, uh, we should keep it. The <laughs> you're say Hopkins. Hopkins.
1: Hey, you're out <laughs> over there, Wait. Uh, Wait. It, it is it's Hopkins, Hopkins, it's Hopkins. <laughs> Hopkins. Are you <laughs> saying? <laughs> All right, <Yes. laughs> this guy, dude. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay.
1: Yeah, well, both well, like oh, of oh, Let's go. Let's <laughs> go.
2: All
1: right, let's do it. Let's go. Let's go. All right. we're in the offseason unfortunately um but we got to think about the guys that were on our team for 2021 i mean it's it's crazy to look at the amount of players that we have that are pending free agents going into the new year um or into 2022 we have 28 players basically yeah. that are yes. free agents i mean it's pretty incredible to think about mind you there's a mix Wild. of i mean the undrafted free agents are i mean we got a massive list to look at but we have mm-hmm. some refri- restricted free agents such as like. Ty long. Uh, we have some, um, existing, or uh, excuse me, exclusive right free agents, such as storm Norton, Donald Parham, uh, Jalen Guyton being one of them. Um, and then we have like Joe Reed who's already basically under a contract too, and Andrew Brown too, mm-hmm. which, you know, I, I didn't really notice him much on the team. He probably played a little bit more into the Texans game of whatnot, but either which way we got a lot of work to do this off season, yeah. um, to kind of figure out who's going to be who. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I when I go into this offseason, it's the most critical offseason for us. Yeah. It sets us up for the next couple of years at least mm-hmm. because sure. we have a big, big pending, which I don't know what we're going to be looking at with a Justin Herbert contract when that comes up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and I can't expect a hometown discount by any means. Yeah. When when you guys get Mahomes-based half a billion dollars, 10-year-based contracts. Yeah, right, right. You know, Absolutely. I don't know what to say and what we're going to expect on this, but this is critical time for the Chargers to be able to make sure we are a championship based team yeah. on a rookie based contract for Herbert. So yeah, absolutely, this is crazy to look at. So um, I guess for you guys, what is your guys' thoughts going into this pre this, this, well, off season, I should say, mm-hmm. and kind of see kind of where we should kind of go with um, what, what's kind of the things with these eight, Free agents that you guys look at that think, hey, maybe maybe this is a good choice, or maybe this is a guy we shouldn't go with. I guess, what are your guys' thoughts on this list?
2: Hmm. Yeah, my general thoughts are that you know we got a lot of people that we need to keep. Like a lot of people are talking about Mike Williams, right? Yeah. You know, yep. is yeah. he is is he worth coming you know bringing back? And I mean, he absolutely is, in my opinion. And you know, and, and even just the cohesiveness that he has with Justin Herbert. You yeah. can't let him go. But then you see someone like a Linville Joseph or a Chris Harris, and I look at those two and go, yeah. Linville Joseph is good, mm-hmm. but I don't. I think he would have been better if he had another disruptor on the line. And it was clear to me that Tillery, Covington, that whole group did not yeah. do that with Linville yep. Joseph. Yep. They just double teamed Joseph, and that was it. And so yep. Th- yep. they didn't have any disruptor beyond that. And Bosa is more of a finesse type of rusher. So – yeah." So it'd be interesting if you can get another Lynnville Joseph. You can somehow clone him, yeah, and get another guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Life would be good, right? right. But yep. we don't have that. So, um, but again, just just taking a look at I me, mean, just your top three here: Chris Harris. I don't know if he's worth nine million dollars or no. eight point five. Yep.
0: Unfortunately, I think he got no. burned a
2: lot, especially in that yeah. Raiders yeah. game. I just mm-hmm. I, he did not play consistent. Yeah. So that's yep. just some of my initial thoughts.
0: Yeah.
1: What about you, Kyle?
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, obviously like going off of what Tom Telesco kind of just said in, in this, uh, one hour press, uh, conference, uh, yeah, everyone should
2: watch that too, by the way, was yeah. Yeah. it was fantastic. was It's really good. It's a great, yeah. great
0: conference. Yep. Um, yep. yeah, he, uh, basically said this is like, you know, we're, we're not going to have the same team at all next year at all. Yep. Um, there, there's like, we're looking at not just one side, but we're looking at all sides and, um, just got to make sure things that work and, there, but there was definitely a lot of talk about Mike Williams um i would love for him to return for the team cuz you know having him and uh Keenan Allen like on our, our wide receivers core whatever um it's pretty clutch uh yeah however yeah. um i i mean we might be able to get keep him at a discount because i mean he didn't have a whole lot of production for us for the past couple of years yep. but then i think that yeah. was also yeah. because uh, of, um, our, what was it? Our, our schemes our offensive schemes were not really pass heavy, um, yep. in the, in the past, you know, like, and then he had a couple of years with Philip Rivers. Now he has with, uh, Justin Herbert. So yep. like, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, if we could keep him like we, we would still want to keep him at a discount as somehow, some way, but I don't know if he's going to be down for that though. You know I mean? He's, he's, fourth year or something like that It's like his second second or what i understand is that second contracts for players are usually the biggest ones because yeah. that's hey, that's, yeah. that's kind of what like their prime Uh so i mean it's, it's yeah. tough to say um i mean i do at the same time i feel like uh palmer he stepped up a lot and he could yeah. be that uh that outside guy for wide receiver core um as well so it really just kind of comes down to is like, I mean, do we really need Mike Williams now? I, I I want to say I'm leaning towards yes, but also like it's all, it's a money
1: thing, you know? Yeah. Um,
2: Yeah, We got what? $70 million in, in uh, money available. Right. Yeah,
1: It's kind of a crazy amount. And, And it's funny because like there's currently, they say 68 million. I think it's going to be upwards in the 80 millions. Mind you, there's going to be cuts involved, which, right. You know, I'll kind of talk a little bit about some of those, but it's a it's a tough situation with Mike Williams. And I mean yeah. if you want to kind of go right into kind of what Mike Williams kind of has projected based upon what I'm seeing on some mm-hmm. estimates, they're saying that's a four year sixty eight million dollar based contract. Now, mind you, Oof, yeah. sixty-eight million is not necessarily like, hey, that's sixty-eight million of that eighty million that we have or whatever it is. It right. could be obviously spread over years and Bonuses and all these different things and all that that count towards the cap. But, you know, you start thinking about that because now you start thinking of, you know, Devontae Adams potentially Mm -hmm. being out there. You start thinking about and I've I've been a big fan of um, Alan Robinson over at the Chicago Bears. And he's been a pretty productive guy out there that you could possibly get for like cheaper than that can be kind of that kind of similar Mike Williams kind of guy. I mean, you could even think, and one person that's not been talked about a lot is Michael Thomas over at the saints. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he kind of doesn't want to play for the saints from what it seems like. And, mm. you know, there's a camaraderie there with Joe Lombardi too, yeah. you know, there's, there's a connection there. So right, right. you start thinking a little bit about that. And then even to have, you know, uh, with, uh, uh, Palmer, you know, mm-hmm. being drafted in the production he produced. I mean, is yeah. he a two is he a one we don't really know, but like, yeah. you start right. thinking a little bit about that, that if hey, we do have a rookie out there, we could even look in the draft again if we at the 17th pick and think, Hmm, we could grab maybe another wide receiver if we wanted to, which I don't think yeah. that's the right choice, but yeah. there's a lot of ways that you look at this and, and, once again, going back to the next two or three years are critical for the team to be set up as a championship team. And so we want a four-year contract, Mike Williams, who knows? Um,
2: Well, it it could also be incentive-based too, like, like the Pats do all the time, right? Hey, look, you know, you're going to make 4 million guaranteed, right? But you can double that with incentives, right? With touchdowns, yards gained and such. My, my biggest, my biggest problem, Mike Williams, is his injuries, right? He's had so many injuries and, I mean, look, look, great example, right? Byron is a great example, right? Yeah. I mean, in two years, the man hadn't even hardly played any games, right? Yeah. And right, uh, right. he's never got better. Yep. The one thing I thought about this morning when I thought about this, too, was it's interesting how many of the Charger players stayed healthy this year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I
2: asked myself this question why did that happen? Hmm. Um, I think a big part of it is the way Brandon Staley uses his players. He tries to keep his players pretty healthy into into the fourth quarter.
0: But if they're hurt
2: at all, he sits them. I mean, yeah. For yep. Example: uh, Look at what happened to Donald Parham. He didn't come back after that that head injury. The nope. rest of the season, done. Oh yeah. And yep. yeah. Um, you know that sucked because we really we needed him. I mean, yeah. he's such we a weapon. We
0: needed him out there. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But yep. he's not going to push his players to run through injuries. And again, he kept. Again, he also had uh, Derwin James out, Mm -hmm. his hamstring injuries. There was a lot of people he was resting, but he didn't want to, you know, make him season-ending injuries. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, and Asante
1: Samuel Jr. was the same thing too. He had concussion issues, kept him out for a couple games. Joey Bosa mid game decisions, kept him out just because he got a concussion. You know, and to be honest, (laughs) we as Charter fans, that's – we always think we have this great team coming into the season and then the injury yeah. bug happens. Yeah. And the NBA rolls NBA and everything yeah, off. yeah. And, hard. and that's a thing that I do appreciate and it kind of sucks to think for us as a fan sometimes where it's like, Oh, you gotta leave this guy out because of this reason. I mean the thing is though Brandon Staley did a pretty good job to be able to just get to nine and eight. And I mean, okay. personally, I think we're more of an 11 yeah. team win. And there was a couple of games that we probably should have won, but we didn't. But hey, I think he you know. did a good job to make sure we're healthy throughout. Even right. going into that Raider game, we were right. healthy throughout, yep. Yep. but lost, which is a yes. frustrating side of it.
2: Yep. Well, and, and you got to have depth, especially in this league, yep. right? Yes. You know, and then especially with COVID, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the game against the Texans, I think. We, it was pretty much a practice squad defense out there.
0: Yeah. yeah. Right. And I, remember, really I remember
2: how frustrating that game was. And I remember um, Brandon Staley at his his uh, press conference afterwards was like, we didn't do anything right on the offense or the defensive side of the ball. We yep. we yep. did literally nothing right. Yep. And it's it, it, to some degree, it's the truth, right? So, so I, I also asked myself this question, how much depth do we need, right? I think we yeah. need more depth. And it goes back yeah, to 100%. the conversation mm-hmm. around yep. – special teams this year specifically yeah we played a lot of rookie and special teams but mm-hmm. some of these guys you want to sign them up so they can be helping us out on yeah. the special team side of the ball as well too because i think that uh, absolutely mm-hmm. you know well,
1: and, and that could brings up one of the guys on the list too that's a free agent um is uh ryan smith i believe yep. is uh, yep. he's, Yeah, he's he's so the gunner yeah he was the gunner and he yeah. got injured he only played 4.6 percent of the of yep. time on field Okay. because he has injury injury issues, So yeah. that wasn't a whole heck of a lot of time on the field. No. But it's interesting because I think, I think it might have been Staley or I think it might have been um, Telesco that talked a little bit about him. But, yeah. you know, saying that, hey, he's kind of a guy that was great when he was on the field. And, um, yep. you know, I think that could be one of those re depth situations. And, you know, and there's a lot of guys out there like Akilah Fackrell. I mean, he played yeah, yeah. 32.8%. I think he was relatively effective. I wasn't mean 1.5 billion dollar.
0: I think wasn't he a late pickup though? Like Kyler Fackrell? I think he he only got picked up for like the last like four games or something.
1: Uh no, no, no. He oh. came into the offseason. Yeah, he really? was off offseason pickup. Okay. And Absolutely. So okay. He yeah. was there. So I mean, he was an effective guy. I put him as like a tier 2 kind of guy, depth mm. si- situation for us. Okay. Yeah. Um I think that he could be uh, one of those you know, cheap signs that it for build depth because I think he was effective in the defense and he has a year under his belt with that. Yeah, Andre Roberts is another guy receiver. too. Yeah. Yeah. And plays special yeah. teams too. Okay. Yeah. Andre Roberts. Yeah, Andre Roberts, is Roberts one of those also guys is a wide too. receiver
2: too, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's it's interesting. You you could use him in, in a couple of different ways. Um, yeah. I, I I asked myself this question do we want Dustin Hopkins back and Chase Daniel? Yeah. I look at those two. Mm. I think they're important, right? It's good right. to have a veteran yeah. kicker specifically. Right? Yeah. Um, right. I think Dustin Hopkins did well, mm-hmm. but you know, they, we still have Tristan Vizcaino. And yeah. so what, what, what are we going to do with that? Right. I think he's probably going to get a shot the off season. They'll, they'll probably have a little shootout or yeah, kickoff. You
0: know, <laughs> I, I think really the chargers, they, they believe that Vizcaino is their guy. He just yeah. needs to yeah. get some more, get his head right or something like that, you know? Um, and, and, but yeah, I mean, we want, but we could use Hopkins or Hoskins, or Hop, Hop, Hopkins. Hop, yeah. <laughs> Hopscotch? What are we talking uh, about here, dude? I'm so <laughs> bad with names, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so Hoskins, uh, we should keep it. Yeah. <laughs> you just say Hopkins?
1: Hopkins. <laughs> Hey, you struck it out <laughs> over there. Wait, <laughs> it, it is <laughs> Hopkins. It's Hopkins. It's Hopkins. <laughs> Hopkins. Are you saying?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shoot. <Yes. laughs> <laughs> this guy, dude. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, well okay. okay. What well, well, what I'm trying to say is that we we do need veterans like there to help like the younger guys, you know. Like I mean that's that's really yeah. what Chase Daniels is there for yeah. like as a QB2. He's Agreed. not really like they don't intend to ever put him on the field really, maybe just to yeah. do the, the the victory formation or whatever, but sure. uh but yeah, like I mean they're there to help like the the younger guys, like and to kind of make choices yeah. and like maybe do the audibles and stuff like that. so yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, you know yeah. and it, it's an interesting thing, like and that's the that's the thing that we need to have veterans behind our team. And I think I remember seeing that our team is like average age is like 25, 26 or something yeah, like that. Um, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. young as a team. We need those veteran guys. Hopkins is one of those guys. Chase Daniels is one of those guys. I mean, and it's weird to even say this, but Matt Overton is our long snapper. I mean, he's 37 years yep. old. He's a veteran guy. Yep. Um, I mean, Ty Long 30, is 29. He's there too. Yeah. You know, and I could, I could dig in a little bit more on him specifically, but we need those veteran guys. I mean, Michael Schofield was another guy for the left guard that I think we have to sign again. And I liked yeah, I him when he was with us a couple of years ago, yep. and I thought he was effective. And yeah. he's a depth guy, but he could be a rotational guy if necessary. Right, um, yeah. But those are guys that we do need to kind of look at and to continue to grow on and, right. and keep within this team just for those veteran purposes. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I think going in and staying within that line too, and who basically Schofield took over Ode Oboshi yeah. was yeah. our, our right guard there for a while, who ended up getting injured with the, the left or with his knee. Yeah. I think that was against the Browns game. I believe it was. Yeah. Man. Um, Going into that game, I mean, I think we ended that at that point. I think that was the fifth game of the year. We were four and one at that point, Yep. Yeah. And and our line was stout during that time, yeah. yeah. And yeah. we all know where this right line went at that point. Yeah. The right side of the line. I mean, Schofield held his own, yeah. but when O'Day was there, I think it was a different line. Obviously, yeah. Brian Bulaga. I once again, I'm saying that's going to be a 10 million added to our cap yeah. because he's probably going to get cut just because. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, hey, dude, he can't be on producing. Well, yeah, I, you're not producing.
0: I I feel like the same time is like I mean he's done playing at all entirely. Yeah, you know, like there's like I mean he's he'll get cut and then uh he's we're not gonna see him anywhere. I don't think any team would would pick him up because they just know that he's just injury prone. You know? Yeah,
1: you know, I, know. And I mean, in the same side there's probably gonna team that will actually sniff at him and probably say, hey man, what about a, just a veteran minimum? See where yeah, he goes. Could sure. be could be a you know, high, high payoff to have yeah. something like that. Now we, yeah. we know how that works with us here at the chargers as fans, where all of a sudden we go from hey, this guy can't stay healthy to all of a sudden he produces extremely well somewhere else. It's just, yeah. what a, is our, is our conditioning coaches suck or something like that? Like, what is the deal <laughs> here? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: They, that That's the story uh, of, to be told from every, every year of the chargers, you know, someone, mm-hmm someone goes out and like they leave us and then they just freaking light it up. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Don't so even get me
2: started with uh, our yeah. kickers, right? Coup, yeah. oh killing it. And then <laughs> yeah. the money badger killing it for the, 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 uh,
1: yep. and it's yeah. like,
2: you gotta be kidding me. Right. But yeah. you know, again, they've got to shore that up. Right. Yeah. I think this guy knows the right guy, but he needs to, he, he needs, he needs to work on some of these, um, interesting things. Yeah. One thing I want to talk about was Storm Norton, right? You talk about Odeo Bushi, right? Yeah. Storm Norton kept – you know, he stepped in, and, boy, he was getting burned, yeah. burned the yeah. first couple of games. Didn't he – he led the league, I think, in uh, – uh, boy, I, he, I think he was the worst like, rated. Yeah. Attack, uh, for a while. He was
1: one of the worst. And I mean, he was giving up the most uh, quarterback pressures, basically, in the league it's there for a while, crazy. and he was getting crushed. And yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, poor guy. I mean, he was out there and I mean, during that Raider game, Max Crosby, I was on a field day with that guy. Yeah, And, but you know, the thing is though, he held his own for, for the moment. And I mean, we have an exclusive rights free agency with him. So, I mean, I think he was on the field and I, I believe he was on the field for roughly close to 90% of the snaps. And mind you, that is a clear showing of how long Bulaga played for us. I mean, it literally was a short amount of time, right. You know, uh, Pipkins also played too, yeah. which this is where I kind of look at and think, hmm, well, Pipkins was a guy that's still under contract with us. You know, I think this is his third year going into, he didn't really produce too well in the last couple of years, but for some reason when he did play, he played pretty good. And I did look at some of his like uh, pro football focus rankings. I mean, he was ranked in kind of a very, kind of a mid to high level as yeah. a right tackle. Right. And right. so, I think bringing Storm Norton's back for depth purposes is great. You might want to look at Pipkin's at that right tackle. Now, obviously Mm -hmm. we could look at free agency. You could also look at, at adding a draft to the right tackle, but there's a little bit of decision-making on that side. And um, I think if we could get that going, I mean, once again, I'm going to kind of focus on the guys that we have here with Storm Norton. I think Mm -hmm. we need them back for depth purposes.
0: Yeah. Oday Obushi.
1: I think he's about a two-year, $3.5 is just kind of my estimate kind of guy. And I think that would be pretty good for him. Um, And I think he would be good with that. Um, But that right line, I think there's a lot of decision-making that still needs to be made. And, I I mean, it's going to be an interesting thing on that side. Because, I mean, once again, there is a level to where Justin Herbert doesn't need the best line, but he needs a good line. And I think we, and it's also protecting an investment well, too, it, for the future. I, yeah, <laughs> it's not it's not yeah. just
2: protecting that; it's also being able to <laughs> run the ball, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. I, like I'll, I'll give you a great example. We're all LT fans. I was there at the game when LT broke the single uh, season record. Yeah, hey, we all. I, were. There hey, I was yeah, there too. I was there too. I was with you. Hey, we all there. there. Hey, no, 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 hey, right you right know what? Bolt ball bros. ball Bolt bros. <laughs> <Bolt Bros. laughs> no, but, but but LT specifically said, I could have done it if it was over my line, right? And that line. That line is just, um, I mean, should be getting an award just the same as LT got that award, right? So, I mean, 100%. No, yeah. bottom line, Definitely. the line is extremely important. I mean, you, you win or lose the game in the line, right, in the mm-hmm. trenches. And so, yeah. if you don't have a nasty line that's going to open holes and, and, and get mm-hmm. some gaps to get to the next level and start yeah. really breaking out, you know, you know uh, run lanes for Eckler, it's going to be huge.
1: Thanks yeah. for watching, guys. Subscribe. Right. Yeah. Share. You know, let us know what uh, you guys would like to talk about. If you want to leave any comments or anything too, we'd love to be able to hear some from our fans out there and and viewers. So yeah, exactly. absolutely. (laughs) Bull bros, let's
0: go. Bull
2: bros, bros. we out.